Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Corcoran Entertainment Show. I'm your host, Frankie Corcoran. And today we are here with the very first episode of Thursday Think Think with Christian and Friends. Uh, Christian who, you ask? Uh, is it Christian Bale? Nah, it's Christian Potenza. Christian, what's going on? Oh, a lot of keeping it real, Frankie. A lot of keeping it real. <clears throat> um, actually, uh, according to IMDB, it's now Anthony Christian Potenza. But that wasn't you. That was somebody else. So Anthony's <laughs> well, my name. Well, that is your Anthony name. Anthony Christian be fair. is my name. But somebody else changed my name. Even when I called my agent, I was like, hey, somebody switched my thing on IMDb. I've been trying to contact IMDb forever saying, hey, that information you have isn't correct. It's like <clears throat> sometimes IMDb is like Wikipedia. It's like anybody can post stuff. And some people were posting that I was on this on their um on their production you know for something i was like i never, i don't remember doing that looking at my resume i was like oh maybe i did or maybe i did i don't know and <laughs> <clears throat> so people were putting my and I, I don't remember that and um but yeah when they changed my name a lot of weird stuff happened over the last uh little bit you know like my name getting changed my bank accounts getting hacked my youtube channel got hijacked and I couldn't get into it. And, you know, the, because there was a lot of fraud happening, like my bank accounts got hacked and they stole stuff and we know who some people are and, but the others we don't, but it all leads back to this Sonia Jezebel Cote woman who, uh, <clears throat> who started this uh, campaign. It was beyond a smear campaign that, that she's done. And, you know, and over the past, two weeks of just off us putting out, you know, this little, you know, I hadn't talked about this in five years, four years, five years, five years. This is going on. It's fifth year. Five this years, February 20 yep. something this month is when she dropped the big one. And she just went <clears throat> on a serious campaign before that it was leading up to this big one where she colluded with a lot of people. And as it's happening, you know, my agent's calling me and I was teaching at the time going, what's going on? What's going on? She's, she's doing it again. She's like, what did you do to this woman? Like, why does she keep doing this? I was like, <clears throat> I don't know. I really don't know. Um, I know she's a narcissist and like really, really troubled. You know, she, she, she has done this before, you know, um, she, she is a narcissist. She is a a liar she lives in a delusional world and i didn't want to get involved with her when she started because i was warned about her when i met her i remember i was dating her best friend and i was warned about her because she asked me to help her out with her erotica recording her erotica stuff right and i was like oh, okay you know well why not and they were like be careful man and she wasn't the only one her the girl i was dating which was her best friend you know, we're over at her place and she's like, she's into some weird stuff, man. And by the way, guys, check it out. Go, go look for yourself. I'm not one to talk about people unless they talk about me, but even still, I don't play that game. Right. But go check out what she's into. And I'll, I'll, I'll get into this. She's a self-declared witch. And remember she used to be a stripper. So that years. Oh, and so joining right. us now is Sonia Cote. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be, you know, I've been begging because, well, check this out because people reached out to her. So I just want to clear up a few things. So when I met her and I was introduced to her, I was, people told me like, watch out, don't, don't get mixed up with her because she does wreck life. She will 
do things. She's a real estate agent too. And she has wrecked people's credit. She calls child services on people. You know, she's just, she has a pretty messed up life. If you, you know, you read her book and stuff, but now she's a holier than thou, you know, advocate for people doing wrong, but it's like, you should check out what she does. And she has done this before to people. I'm not the only person. I'm just the most well-known and an easy target for her. Right. And her, her people know agenda. You. And well, people know me and, you know, I ticked her off. She wasn't happy about that. So she's going to make me pay just like she's done with other people. Check out that too. But the thing is, she is a liar. She has said, you know, in that article that, that was on Reddit, that was from a closed group, which she let out because every time I did something, every time I did a podcast, you know, or something, or started working with people, she would contact them or this, this, article would come up which has so many spelling mistakes the blind freedom forger robbie reeves was like he was like there's a lot of spelling because he gets it talked to text and he's mm -hmm. like there's a lot of spelling mistakes in that 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 <laughs> you know and i oh you mean the hardcore journalism that's happening with untrue facts based on what she said i go yeah so there you go but this article would show up and then these people i was working with would would uh um you know all of a sudden turn on me and we'll get to that in a second, but like, <laughs> she said in the, one of the articles that I was just listening, all these things that I did, she said, I did. And then she goes, and he will be charged. I, they never even called you. The cops never called you. I don't you. even know what she's talking about. She said a bunch of things that didn't happen, but she's going on this campaign and she's colluding with others saying they told me or this is for a friend and this and that but she's done this before you know she does this and you know she knows how to how to use social media as a platform because that's all she she's very that's her life it's all about me 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 look at me and look at this look at i'm doing this and done it it's fabulous it's a lie it's a lie man check out what she's into guys check out she's a self-proclaimed witch that's into some stuff that i was like eh. because she said, I got, I, I'm going to be charged. I did all this thing. No, I have been followed by the police. I've talked to them. I've been followed by, uh, you know, private investigators. I have had my bank accounts hacked and destroyed my, my YouTube channel locked out, like just trying to discredit me saying that I'm unfit in the mind and I can't run a business because, you know, I shouldn't have a studio. I'm crazy. So the police and the people that monitor your mind, I've talked to them several times because I've also had my own complaints. And what they don't realize is that when all these people, and she gets all these people to call and complain from different angles and, you know, different thing, you know, different, you know, police, the government, the, blah, 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 the city, the, blah, 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 and they're all like, man, like, no, we've looked into it. Nothing's there. Do they not think that if all this keeps happening over time and they know because some of the accusations that they've said, I wasn't even there. Yeah, exactly. When they said I was doing this and I was just, and they know that because they're watching me. So now they're, they're watching them and they don't realize this. So when this happened and my agent calls me and I'm watching it blow up and then people are calling me. The next day I got calls from, you know, people that were on total drama. You know, and just going, I'm hearing some bad things, man. Not liking it. I was like, it's not true. And you know that. Bye, man. Out.
all the voice acting committee, all of it, all talking. And, you know, I just died. Especially when, because BotBots was coming out. And that's that Transformer show on Netflix. And I played Clogstopper on that. So I got a call from the casting director because nobody else called me. Just people going, what's going on? They, they weren't calling to check up on me to see how I'm doing. They were asking, like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Because they're concerned about the launch of BotBots, which they may not be able to air because of all these allegations that are not true, that are floating around the internet. And on the internet, things are on, you know, blowing up on Reddit or this and that. And all these allegations, you're guilty until proven it. So I died, you know, like they were just wondering about if, if BotBots is going to be on. I'm just wondering, I'm in every episode. I'm part of the main cast, but I've lost all these other jobs. You know what I mean? It's just like, fuck, man. And uh, so I died and I just thought of it while this is happening. It was like a giant bear, you know, just is going to just devour that pops up and just like eats you. And they, they say when a bear is going to attack, you play dead. So that's what hmm. I did. I played dead. My body left. And I was like, so they're attacking this dead corpse of a person. Cause I was just like, I kind of just want to leave this life. I want to start producing. I want to do something. I don't want to be a voice. I don't want to compete with all these people who obviously don't like me, who were working with me for years. And now apparently nobody likes me and I'm the devil. And I'm like, all right, well, there goes 25 years of a career. So and as of now, like you haven't touched base with them now, like uh, in recent no, years, man. like never even touched. No, no, no I no. never even talked to Sonia until the last time she walked out of my studio. And then the next day, you know, I get a call from like child services. I get a letter saying somebody complained about me and all these things. And I was like, so I'm talking to them going, that's, that's not true. And then I get, I go into ACTRA and I'm like, you know, there's all these allegations. I was like, what? Well, here, here's my, you know, here's my, uh, here's my studio. I'm answering their questions. Like, I don't even know what they're talking about. Right. Like it's and just... then, and then it just, it's just an onslaught of stuff. And then people at the studio, this and that people are, I'm hearing bad things. And all of a sudden I'm losing business and it's just crawling apart. I'm getting gang stalked. I'm getting like followed. I'm getting like cars, just like screaming by me, like graffiti on my, on my, uh, um, you know, on, on like my, where I'm living and throwing rocks at my windows and like, dude, animal, like, like, cause she's a witch. She, she's a self-proclaimed witch. She's into some stuff. Look into her stuff, guys. This ex stripper who's into like witch stuff and rituals to do things, right? Check it out. I'm like, I'm not even making this up, right? She boasts about it. And um, so anyways, I play dead and I just, I just let it happen. It, it sucked. It, it really was uh, life changing. You, you do die. Old self dies. I'm like, great. So, um, but what, what bothered me was that I'm not fighting back. I'm not coming on the internet. Like I'm, I'm not, like, I'm not engaging. You're looking for a fight. That's what they were trying to do. Bait me so that I, they could clone me as like, or claim me to be, you know, what they said I was. And I was like, I'm not that I don't care. Goodbye, everybody. Because if you and, come out and apologize, uh, it's like, first of all, what am I apologizing for, for? You know? Yeah. Well, remember, I'm talking to the police. I'm talking to lawyers and I'm talking to other people in the industry whom I'm working with, 
who are all watching this, who are supporting me. And these people are like, thank you for saying, thank you for finally saying something. We were just wondering like, you know, like, and we got your back. And I have testimonials from other people that, you know, had said, come to me in tears. Like, Sorry, they made me. And they were talking to me. It's like almost getting those people that get interrogated. And they're like, I did murder this person. They were like, did he do this? Did he do this? Yeah. Da -da. And they were, you know, and some of these people very much are scared right now because I have it. I have their stuff that they said and they collaborate, 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 collaborated, collaborated. I was like, what are words? Um, <laughs> and what are words? What are words? But they collaborated with them and they're, they're scared. They're freaking out right now. And I have their testimonies and I, you know, I've, I've given them all to the police, but the thing is, is this is how it works. And it showed up because There was, um, you know, because I tried to protect all this from the freedom forgers. I was like, you know, hey, you know, like you guys can be over there. I'm just, I'm over here. Like, just leave the freedom forgers alone. That's not an industry thing, and you shouldn't attack. You want to take me down? Then they're done. Their their dreams are done. So I was like, no, it's mm -hmm. bad enough that my business partner and acquaintances and stuff like all fell apart. But I was like, okay, that shouldn't have been. But. Uh, you know, what is meant for me will never pass me by. You know what I mean? And no weapon formed against me shall prosper. So I just had to, and under the advice of my lawyers, friends, the police, they're just like, the only thing you can do is just lay low. Just lay low. Just, it sucks. It's going to suck. Gonna it's going to be bumped. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, but it was neat because I was watching it from the outside because I had people on the inside telling me exactly what they're doing. Who are telling me exactly and i'm just giving it to the police i was like thank you and they're like i'll give you my testimony too like when it comes time i was like great because that's the thing i'm coming out now and what they don't understand is like they thought they had the internet on their side they thought they had the union on their side they thought they had this movement and i was like mm, not really you know just for those that are just went along with it but like they're screwed now too but like we had so many people surrounding them and the last two weeks they're coming out so a case in point of how this works. <clears throat> so we had some uh, parents uh, of some special needs, some autistic uh, people in the Freedom Forgers. Like while I was trying to deal with all of this, we had some new people sign on. And while I was trying to deal with all this, like, you know, and just like battle it and keep it away from the Freedom Forgers. Yeah. Well, Sonia had reached out because she knew I was working with some people because my phone was tapped. You know, like my, my emails and everything was like, you know, all my doings were being monitored, right? So then I just noticed, I was like, that's weird that that person all of a sudden got the article and started treating me different. And then just was like, you know what? Blah, 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 and just, blah, blah, blah. and I was like, okay, okay. Can't argue. You know? <laughs> yep. And then it started bleeding into the Freedom Forgers program. And I was like, wow. Because they're like, we can't have this, man. I was like, well, obviously you've never worked with a celebrity. I'm not just an EA that's, you know working with some uh, autistic people doing like art stuff, you know, um, yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm a well-known voice actor. In fact, the Freedom Foragers and every, all my fans grew up with me, watching me. Literally, I TV. did. I grew up with you, you know? Right, right. And, and I hadn't talked to anybody since this happened. The last time I talked to a fan was when I did a podcast with my friend Joe in Chicago. He's autistic and he did, he did a podcast. And then 
he releases it and they started attacking him. They approached him and said all these things and that I'm going to get arrested and that I'm going to take him down and I'm going to steal money from him. And he was like, what? And I'm talking to the mom. He's crying. I was like, you did that. You also called my blind freedom forger and you started attacking him and say he got fired from this you from total drama because he's this that that and watch out because he's gonna scam me i'm just like whoa and they started doing that and this i reported this to the police because this person who did that is a teacher as well right yeah and she stole money from us and she just discredited but this is what's happening they've tried to recruit people on this campaign and it's all bullshit but you you, you can really get a mind hive, you know, going in your favor if you are persuasive and if there's a lot of people. So all this is happening. And I'm just like, what the hell? But at least it's not the freedom forgers, except for uh, the, um, the, the one woman who's a teacher who called my student and said all this stuff. And I was like, whoa, you just lost your job, man. You just lost your job. Yeah, you're done. Out. I was like, what are you doing? And gave you know, my, my student, like trauma, he's, he's just didn't know what to do, but this is what they do. So we had some other parents in our, in our group and they had a, um, uh, his name is DJ Stevie. And that's the name I gave him to help him boost his YouTube channel. Cause he had a YouTube channel and he has a thing called autism rocks. And I'm was going to work with these parents, uh, Derek and Yalem. And they all of a sudden, because they started they got in touch with Sonia, just started freaking out on me. Like we read the article. I was like, it's not true. It's nothing. It's proof. I've never been approached by the police. I've never been charged. I don't know what's going on. And they're like, blah, blah, we want our money back. I was like, listen, your son, I'm just, we're about to move out of the studio. Can we just like, you know, move on? And so after convincing them to stay on, which I regret right now, they did it again because I got them a job I got the Freedom Forgers a, a, a spot at the uh, London Comic Con, and it was going to be our first con. But because I wasn't advertising, I was off social media because it makes me an easy target, and I'm trying to protect them. They got to three other parents and uh, three other students, and then they started turning on me, and then these people went nuts, and then they left the program. Then they wanted their money back. And I was like, why is this coming? And they're like, we're going to you wait and see. I was like, what's going on? I just want you guys gone. And yeah. because they didn't fit into the program at all, like at all. And then they took themselves out after London Comic Con. We're like, hey, we did some great work, everybody. Like, awesome. We met Veronica Taylor, who wants to join us. Veronica Taylor. You know what I mean? Pikachu. Yeah. Pikachu. She wanted, she loved the Freedom Forest. She loved what we're doing and she loved it. And we're going to be producing our cartoons. She wants to work with us and stuff. And then these people just in our, in our one meeting, they just went ballistic and we were like, whoa. And everyone else was like, okay. And then the weeks following, they started this campaign and I couldn't figure out what they were doing, but then I'm getting calls from other people. These people, they left the program and then they wanted a refund. I was like, no, it doesn't work that way. You took yourself out of the program. It's like, no. And I was just trying to battle, get things going on. And then on Sonia's um, like on the um, on the thread, uh, some other some other person on YouTube who who did like a sizzle reel of the thing and broke it down. Mm. I saw DJ Stevie, and which is them. It's their her sons, their son Derek and Yalem's sons' uh, page, their their YouTube channel, and they started going on. I was like, first of all, 
you're using your son's YouTube channel as you're venting against me when I was talking on, about this, about the pitfalls, the traps, and the the, the no-nos of doing exactly what you're doing on this thread with like, there was 17,000 views at this point. And I was like, and they're all pro me. And you're coming and saying, he's a liar. He's a scammer. And he takes advantage of dis you know, disabled people and all this stuff. And they were like, what? What are you talking about? Where's the thing? And I wrote back. I don't know if I should have, but it was just like, I read so much. And I just, when I saw them, I was like, you know, it's kind of a shame that, you know, you still don't get what I was trying to teach you about social media and about YouTube and how it works. Yeah. Because look at what you're doing. And the second thing is you're using your son's autism rock thing to, to vent against me. You're using your son. And I go, that's why I didn't want to work with them. Cause they were like, they, they puppet his, their son and just get him to do stuff. He's a non-communicative. I love DJ Steve. He's a great kid, but I could never work with him because the parents were always in the way. And then they start, they start just, you know, bad mouthing me and going, he's doing this. He's a liar. He's a da da. We called the government. We tried to call the police. We did everything to, to get him arrested or blah, blah, blah. And they're all like, eh. like, no, it's not happening. And they're, they're saying this. And I was like, guys, you're using your son's YouTube channel. You're breaking, like, this is a no-no. Your autistic son's to vent thing. That's the people that I'm, that I'm fighting with. And then a few comments later, I was like, well, that's them. And I was like, I don't care. It's buried under like hundreds of stuff. And I was like, <laughs> I don't really care. And plus I don't care. But then I noticed above, they were, they were commenting on other people's things. And somebody says, you know, who, I don't know who to believe, Sonia or Christian, da, da, da. And they were like, Sonia is an honest person. I was like, there it is. They just incriminated themselves. They were working with Sonia and these people. I caught them. I took the screenshot because other people were sending it to me. So that's going to the police. And the other parents that tried to and called and did all this stuff, who we've had other run-ins with that are not in a good place with they don't, I don't think they want to call the cops on me because if we turn it around and the cops go to their place, it's not a good scene. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And, and I'm like, what are these people doing? But they're so mad. So anyways, they did that. And I'm like, it's all based on lies. Like Sonia even said in her latest comment, because somebody reached out to her on this thing. And cause somebody sent me a screenshot and they were like, and he was very sexual towards me. He made, he made advances and stuff. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is how narcissistic she is. Because when I first met her, I'm dating her best friend and I was warned about her and I got to see the inner workings. I was like, I am not attracting this woman at all. And I've been warned about you. So I'm like, no way. And I was like, what gives you just because you walk around throwing like she writes erotica she's an ex stripper she's always doing stuff and just like you know just always sex 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 nah, nah, nah. but like i'm not hitting on you just because you're acting like that does yeah. not mean that i'm reciprocating and the other thing is it's just like so not my type you get up close to all that plastic surgery and falseness it's just like not sexy so i don't know why she's saying that like and she just repeated herself with shit that she said before because she's being questioned i'm like oh dude wait till more questions come sonia wait till more questions come not by me because i'm done i'm out not only am i a victim i'm a witness and i have all this testimony from other people who have told me what she's doing while she was doing. I got all the screenshots and videos of everything she's done. And she's done a lot. And 
it's not true. And I reported to the police, I got it all, I, you know? So I'm like, I'm ready to like, not, I don't want to fight with her. I'm just going to let it naturally organically happen because I've been quiet for five years. And I'm like, I don't care. I didn't care back then. I hurt, but I was like, I'm going to take this opportunity to heal and fix myself and, and like get away from these people. I don't care because now I'm producing stuff. I got some big things that I'm producing that nobody knows about. And I'm working with some very famous and well-known people within the industry who all know about the situation, watching it going, oh, yeah, this will be interesting for those people. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, good for you, man. Good for you. And I was like, great. So now I've leveled up because I'm 51. Now it's about the freedom forgers or like getting other people into voice work, which is, well, I want, and I want to make my own cartoons. You know, I want to make my own cartoons and the people I'm working with right now are like pretty famous people, you know, and we're making cartoons and I am so happy with my life. So I thank these people, but I'm not even mad. I just, I just want them to know that like, keep talking. It's great. You're implicate, you're surrounded, you're implicating yourself. And if you ever want to bring it, like at least bring out, I don't know, something new. Like you don't have anything new. You never did. You made it up. Those people are turning on you. They're not even there. So like, let's get on with it. Like, let's get, if you want to have a discussion, let's, let's go, you know, let's go. Let's, let's, let's bring it out. Because I, my people are ready to come forward as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and that being said, that being said, I'm cool to like, you know, there I've said, I've said what I need to say. And like, even by you letting me get it out last time, I was like, great. I'm so done with this and I don't care. I just know that karma and justice will serve as like, cause some people were saying, I don't even know who to believe. And I was like, I don't care. Honestly, I don't care. Cause when it comes out, whichever side you picked, you know, when the truth comes out, the truth comes out and it always does what's done in the dark always comes to the light, you know? And I've just been quiet about it because I played dead. Yep, exactly. And it was just Good. like, just don't add fuel to the fire. You know what I mean? Like fire with fire just makes a bigger fire. So you're just going to stand back, let it naturally die out. You know what I mean? Yeah, because eventually it does. And they don't have anything. It's like if they were to come like, he's doing this. I was like, I haven't talked to Sonia in five years. Yet she goes on as if we, you know, I did something to her. I'm like, I have never talked to her. She's just she acts like people. you guys still talk like 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 she lives next I, door to you. You know what I mean? Like. I remember the first time she did something, I texted her, I texted her in Facebook. I was like, Hey, you know, listen, I don't know what your problem is, but I know you have problems. And, uh, but you know, why didn't you come talk to me if you were mad at me? I thought we were at least cool like that, but you went this way because that's what you do. Dude, she has wrecked lives. She has gotten people like just decimated financially their homes right so remember she's a real estate agent too she has access to me she knows people and she's into weird shit but check out her stuff check out her track record guys she wrecks lives man it all adds up I'm it all adds one. up it all adds up what's done in the dark so it's like she did this to herself now and so did other people that colluded with her like there was a casting agent that told a parent and a kid in front of other parents and kid and a very well-known voice director. She works for this well-known voice director who I've worked with before, who stopped bringing me in and nobody did anymore. But she told this, this young girl who's at one of the agencies I work for with, you know, with their clients told them, we stopped bringing you in because you're working with Christian Potenza. 
And she's like, what? And she goes, those things aren't true. And then, and she's like, we don't care. Da, da, da. You're working with him. We didn't bring you in. Damn, that got back to me. That's going to get back to the union. I just told the agent. I waited on that. I sat on that for a year because the mom was in tears. The kid was in tears. And I was like, that's what you do. And you're still promoting yourself as, hey, come work with us and stuff. I was like, I was like, mm, there you go. So that's going to that's going to leak out, too. You know, there's been a lot of people within the industry that did some shitty things to me, never even checked with me, just did stuff. And I was like, okay, all right, I'll just hand that list over, you know, just like they did to me, but I'm not doing it in a vindictive way. I'm just going here, here's what really happened. And these are the people that did it. And these are my testimonials. These are yep. my people now. And we're going to speak, but you know what? Not until the investigation's done. You know what I mean? Or when, when I get old, mm. because I'm not just a victim. I'm a witness now, you know? So yeah, it's, it's, it's been nuts, dude. But the best part about it is I meet people like you, you know, who, who I have discernment and boundaries now, instead of I'm boyfriend of the world. Hey, let's talk about total drama and voice acting. <laughs> you know, I was like, nah, I'm just producing now. But then when I meet people like you, who's like, you know, starting out and you got a little thing going on. I'm like, Hey, I really like that. You run, what do you run? A, you got a theater company? Uh, theater. Yep. And, uh, I, I also do, I act in lots of like, like, uh, my theater company, I do, uh, uh, write, direct, produce, uh, sometimes act in them, but then I'll also do some acting with some other troops around here, uh, apart from my regular full-time job in a, in a building supply center. Uh, so I do a, a little bit of everything, but really my heart and soul is within theater and entertainment and podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. See, and you remind me of a young me that wants to do like create and, and have a community and stuff. And that's exactly what I tried to set up is that, and it got, got destroyed, but now I have created it and it just has a different form of what I look like. But you know, I would have never met somebody like you when I was like, you know, surrounded by all these people and I got fans and I'm doing my own thing. I would have never have met you, you know, and just been like, Hey, tell me a little bit about your thing. And like, how can we work together? You know what I mean? Like, I'd like to, I'd like to help you out, but like, I want to help, I want to help myself out too. You know what I mean? And because by over COVID, when I started building studios in people's homes or businesses or, you know, some agencies and, you know, right now, one of my favorite things to do is to build a studio into somebody's house and open up multiple streams of income or, you know, digital scrapbooking with your family, you know, uh, turning your life into a production, like upping your game. So you're not just doing schlocky TikToky things. Like you're actually doing something where you could make some income or get clients doing it, you know, and, uh, and then you can still do your schlocky Insta, TikTok, -y, whatever, influence, -y, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. but you know, what about five, 10 years from now, you know, think about your future. Cause I'm like, guys, I never thought about it. And I sure as hell didn't see something like this happening to me, you know, and just like, <laughs> you know, record scratch, skip what? Just I mean, nobody happened. ever goes into life expecting that to happen. I'm going to have these allegations. I'm going to have like, like nobody ever goes into life wanting that, you know? And no. And no. but you've come out on top, like especially since all this has happened and you've said your piece and everything, like you're on top. Like, is that how it feels to you? It's, like you're no, like, I'm you know, it's funny. It? You know what? It's funny because 
I don't feel like I'm on top of anything because I just, I'm over here watching it. I'm in this meadow right now with the, with the warm shot, you know, warm sun on my shoulders and I've got my friends and I've been doing so much other things besides like voice acting or acting like they, no one's bringing me in. Once you got the stink on you, even though nobody even asked me like what's going on, they just go, Hey man, I'm hearing bad things. Anyways, I got to go, you know, like that's it. And they all walked away and I was like, cool. So my whole world changed, but I realized that I was in the wrong place. I'm trying to impress people that don't even like me. Yeah. What the f was I thinking? You know, this was my union, my, my peers and da, 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 da. And I was, I felt like an advocate for, you know, a, a, like a, um, you know, an ambassador for fresh TV with, you know, all the shows and the, and the, and the, you know, the being so well known. And then, it's all stripped from you. Like, Hey man, just cause it's Canadian TV doesn't mean the Illuminati is not, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> exactly. it's an international show, right? There's some weird shit that's happened to me. People I don't even know messing with my life because who they are and whatever, you know, the gatekeepers or whatever, but it just goes to show me that, you know, when they're done with you, they're done. But you really see to... who your true friends are. Yes. Yes. And you also have to go within. You have to go within. When it happened to me, I dropped to my knees. I dropped to my knees. And I was like, I'm so tired from the fight, I can't make a fist. And this is where a little bit of faith came in, you know, because while I'm down there on my knees, I'm just like, oh, I don't even know what to do. And I realized that there's a book. There was two books beside me. There was one here and one here. And I was like, what's this way? the book that I write myself. <laughs> I know what that is. Cause I'm a book that I write myself kind of guy. Yeah. You know, I, I just, I do this. I, 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 I alchemize, I create my own life path and destiny and da, 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 da. But this one beside me, I was like, what's this? The book that has been written for me. What could this be? And you realize that there are some things in life where, you, you know, there's some paths that you're on. Like, it's like, I always tell people like, hey, man, I just want to find my voice, you know, like, or I just, you know, I want to take voice because I want to find my voice. I was like, first of all, you don't find your voice. If you find your voice, that means you're looking for something. That means you're disrupting and you're, you're uplifting things and you're moving it all around. You're disrupting a, a, a natural environment, looking for something that's hidden. Yeah. When in fact, it's not that way. You meet your voice on the path that you're on and it lasts for a season. And what's a season? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Depends because I've seen things like with my own life, car accident changes my life. The birth of my daughter changes my life. You know, uh, meeting somebody new, falling in love, it will change your life, whatever, whatever, whatever. So that season, right? So for all of us, yes, there are natural seasons, you know, like you hit puberty, you hit a thing, you turn 16, you turn 18, right? You hit that and that changes your attitude and everything, but it's a season. Everything is a season. And unless you acknowledge the season you're in, you know, they always talk about being in the now, in the present. I was never in the now before. I was, the book I write myself, I'm like, hmm, 
I'm up there. I'm dreaming. I'm big. I'm, a, I'm an alchemizer. I am manifesting. I have a vision and I follow it, not realizing that I don't even know what I'm standing on. I didn't build a foundation for everything. And I definitely am not living in the past except for bad things. Yeah. Not good things, bad things. So I'm tethered to that. So it means I'm stretching and breaking. So then I came up with this plan of just being five year, the five year plan, because if you keep your mind and your voice, instead of making a demo every four years, like a new one, I'm like, no, just, you know, send in your, the self tapes that you do now and just sort of like, you know, take out a weak one and put that one in and, you know, just keep current, keep in the now. So what I do is right. I've created a five-year plan. And I always stay in the middle, two and a half years in the past, two and a half years in the future. And as time moves, you stay in the middle so that your, your last two, your, your distant past, your not so distant past, which is only two and a half years, you still maybe kind of look and sound the same you did two and a half years in the, in the past. So it's not a stretch. So that's great. You're here. And then you're also thinking two and a half years in the future. And as you move, you stay in a current season. And, and that's just something that I teach now as, you know, what to do. And here I am on the tail end of five years of some shitty things that changed my life, but I was always in the middle of it. I never got ahead of it and I never let it get me down. I just stayed in the middle of it. Neutral as above. So below, you know, just stay balanced in it. And that's what got me through. And that's when I started reading the book that's been written for me. Instead of, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. Nah, 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 nah. And like, I'm awesome. I'm just like, and I keep going and going and going. Trying to get ahead, trying to create. If you just stop and read what was written for you, like predestined or stuff that happened in the past that you maybe have twisted a little bit and go, you know, you know as an abused person, you know, mm -hmm. I, I was abused, uh, you know, growing up, uh, not cool. Uh, you know, and, uh, and there were parts of my life uh, about being abused that I had blocked out, you know, when I was really young and, uh, and, you know, I didn't, it didn't, it just sort of cleared at, at like 45, like, yeah, when I was 45 or past just maybe 47, I can't remember. But then all of a sudden, you know, through some hypnotherapy and therapy, I was like, oh my God, that happened. And then there was a floodgate of that happened that happened. all those things that I was holding on into the past. All of a sudden, by reading the book that was written for me, I was able to look at it objectively. Instead of running for a barrier, I was like, oh, that happened. And it was like I was reading a script in my own life, you know? And I was like, cool. So that's helped me ground. And that's also gone into my teachings of how I produce things now. I just stay very balanced instead of being reactionary or throwing all my stuff into it. I was like, pick and choose your battles, you know? And that's why I like when I ran into you, I was like, hey, you're doing some stuff that I wish I would have done back then when I had the inkling to do it. But I was chasing fame or I was doing other <laughs> other things. You're but making six figures, going to cons and doing the voice work and What's all that up? stuff like that. Yeah, like <laughs> did, literally. <laughs> did somebody say voice acting? <laughs> you know, I was just, yeah, I was just, what was I thinking? I did it to myself too. That's why I was like, you know, I, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay to be done with, um, done with it all. You know, I don't do conventions. I, I don't, I, man, I stopped, you know, I, I didn't even like charging for my autograph. That felt weird. 
you know, but how much would you charge for an autograph? It depends because sometimes I couldn't make up the prices. I wanted to keep it 20 bucks for everything, but you go to a, you go to an event because I didn't have a booking agent. I, I tried a booking agent, you know, the same one that did, um, um, you know, Tara strong, uh, you know, all the big players, you know, at the, at the thing, Billy West, Billy West, yes, DiMaggio, all of them, you know, they had the same, um, booking agent and I, I like working with it, but I was like, I make my own merch. I know my fans. I know how to book my flights. I'd rather keep my money. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, you know but you know, it was just hollow. I realized I was becoming a parody of myself. I'm not even acting anymore. I'm giving shout outs for people's, you know, birthdays, cousins, animals, like whatever. And I'm just like, what have I become? Why is my, why is my autograph worth? money like i just i was like i gotta stop because all these autistic people you know all all these people who are being abused who are being bullied these outsiders are coming to me going i want to be a voice actor and no one will let me and i was like i i'm you i come from you yeah and that's what hit home in the the documentary about the freedom forgers uh robbie rigo of course i think it was said uh, i always wanted to do this but nobody would let me and yeah. you, because you had mentioned that you uh, uh, years ago, it said uh, uh, I was told that I had a learning disability. I couldn't pursue what I wanted to pursue. And here you are now, you know, yeah. so if only people would just give people like that a chance, you know what I mean? It could go a long way. It really could. Yeah. And that's the thing. And then I realized that I have a talent. Yeah. But if I don't show you or or make you realize that you have a greater or if not the same amount of talent or just talent in general, then my talent is for nothing. Right now, my talent is to show you that you have talent and that you can do this. And it's very simple. There's many entry points. But what do you, what's the dream? What's the five-year plan, man? Like, what, how's this going to roll out? You know, what do you really want to do? You want to do that? Well, these are the steps you got to take in your own time, man. In your own time, sister, man, whatever. They, them, Bro, everybody. Like-, <laughs> like everyone can do it. Everyone has a voice and everyone has a story to tell. But unless you meet your voice and acknowledge the season it's in, your story may or may not be told. And if it is, it may or may not be correctly. Is that, am I setting these off? Is this you just did. The, uh... <laughs> That's so, so cool like, how, how that is. You're not even trying to, and it just pops up on the screen. That's so neat. <laughs> guys, here's one. Create a love language for yourself. There. <laughs> By using your voice. Look at that. <laughs> you know what? That's we'll not a filter. Out. That's real. He's actually doing that. He does that in yeah. real life. <laughs> guys, it's like this. All the time. People listening to, to the audio are like, what the fuck are they talking about? Yeah, I, I forgot there's an audio component. <laughs> Guys, it. go on YouTube and check out the video version if you want to see what the hell Christian's doing. Yeah, yeah. Check it out. Come hang out. Come and see what 51-year-old cartoon guys look like after a while. <laughs> <laughs> and I still can't get over that you're 51. I remember like uh we talked about this in the last one. I'm like, he's not 51. I'm like, what? Yeah, like yeah. just just blows my mind. Do you have um just... uh many people who say that to you? Like, what 51? No, you're not. Yeah, yeah, a lot. Cause I'll go like, hey, uh, you know, they're like blah 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 blah. Or 
I'll say something. They're like, yeah, but you're old. I go, you have no idea. And they're all like, what do you mean? And I was like, how old do you think I am? And they're like, mm, 38, 42, you know, something like that. And I'm you're like, like up, 50, up a bit. 51. <laughs> 51 and people are like no i've had to pull out my id and just go see you know and they don't <laughs> like you're at a liquor it. store <laughs> but you see this is why voice acting and and working in voice because you can change yourself on a molecular level like a shapeshifter yeah like like a, a an opera singer can change the molecular structure of a glass by hitting it doom, ooh, they match it and then go and they change the frequency and it ceases to exist because if we are made up of matter, right? Matter, molecules, cells, uh, 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 atoms, you know, whatever we're made up of. Well, those things have a bunch of frequencies running through us. And, and vibrations running through us, just holding us together. And because we're made up of different types of matter, we have different types of frequencies holding us together. And yet we have thought and consciousness, which is its own vibration and frequency. Try explaining deja vu. I can, you know, to, to what I know it to be because I can sort of sense it with this vibration thing. And yet we can produce sound and vibration. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> by using the thought vibrations to manipulate the physical vibrations to make sound and we can record it, you know? And I'm just like, so essentially we're all just vibration. But if you understand how it works, you can literally change how you look by how you sound, right? Because for the last 20, 27, 28 years of my life, I've been a professional actor and for 24 hours a day, seven days a week in multiple countries, my sound has been rotating the earth in some way or that for 30 years. That's got to do something to the sound. Yeah. You know, and you know, the, the vibration, but I know with what I just went through with a whole bunch of low frequency vibing people that it's changed me. It has aged me. It has aged me. And this is where I started recognizing my age. This has made me grow up. This situation has made me grow up and realize, I don't, I just want to, I'm going to do this now. I've, I've, I've done my tour. It's too bad that at the time right now, people are like, oh, well, he just, he lost it all because he did these things. It was like, mm, that's not what happened. That's not what happened. It may seem like that, but you'll see yeah. that's not what happened. I actually did change. And this was my way out as well. I took advantage of this. This is my out. But you were kind of so, hoping it would go a little better like that uh that you wouldn't have to deal with allegations you wouldn't have to deal with all that stuff would have been nice uh, you would think to just go through like a i did this for a while i'm just gonna move on and not have what happened do you think had that happened you would still be voice acting yes, or would yes. you have made it yeah i still was like i was planning on doing like what i'm doing with the freedom forgers right now or producing because the see the thing is you know i started by teaching yeah. And having workshops <laughs> and already I'm just getting run out of town because like as a very famous voice actor, you know, I can get people to take my workshop 
you know, and stuff. Whereas somebody who is a casting director or a voice director and they're doing demos and they're teaching people, but they're just doing it at their studio. I'm teaching people how to do it at home. You know, and it's a lot of non-union people. It wasn't my agent. You know, it wasn't my union. Um, I started doing that. And I started getting, you know, some notoriety. I started, the classes were building and I was doing it at a facility where another big casting director was, you know, using it for their teaching, but we were getting more time, more space and they were getting that. And well, here comes some more squeezing out. This casting director stopped bringing me in for stuff, you know, da, 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 because you see in the States, casting directors can't it's a conflict of interest to have workshops or come get your demos made by these casting people, but not oh, okay. here in Canada. There's a total. Yeah. But so, and I've talked to other uh, well-known voice actors, uh, uh, men and women who, um, who wanted to get into voice directing because they reached a certain age, you know, you get in your forties and your fifties and you start doing it. You're like, that's the next progressive movement. And they also were met with like, nope just because you're the lead of these cartoons and everyone knows you, you got millions of fans around the world who are not to do this because people that's their livelihoods and they don't want somebody coming in. So there, I was like, that's why I moved to Hamilton to start up my own thing to get yeah. out of Toronto. Then I, then all of a sudden it's, it just followed me again with this, take him down, take him out. He doesn't deserve it. He's not qualified. He's da, da, da. he's crazy. And I was like, all I'm trying to do is help people uh, build a name for myself legacy you know, and that's why I'm so happy because my legacy is actually got built stronger foundation because of this. That's why I'm not even upset. I was like, no. I would have never have left. I want to thank you for asking. But the thing is, no, because I was kind of addicted to cartoon money. It pays well. good money, good income, it's good, good everything. Money. Yeah. And I can double, triple down on it by playing with fans on YouTube and blah, blah, blah. But that's a whole other existence. And I, I hated it because I was becoming a parody of myself. I was ended up becoming a parody of myself. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, if you run into somebody at a party and you're all like, eh, hey, yeah, you can go like, hold on, I have to take this. And, and you just go. Yeah, like, exactly. You, you just ghost. But what if that person that you're trying to get away from is you? <laughs> you're like. Talk about claustrophobia, you know, and just like restlessness. And, and, you know, at the time, this did not help with my addictions that I was trying to overcome because of the textbook of my life of being abused about, you know, you know, and a whole bunch of other stuff. But I was working on that stuff. After my mom died, I set out to work on myself and to help others. Mm. Right. And that you That's succeeded. What I did. And that, that, see, that's why I was like, the original plan was there. And that's why, you know, they got my back, you know, because I stayed true to the plan. But those other people that tried to take it away, they, they tried. And they thought they took stuff away. But I was like, thank God, I'm so much lighter. You know, because even whatever I tried, I tried to do new things. I, I changed the name of my channel, but it didn't matter. Even if I posted something on Facebook about like, it's my daughter's birthday or like, it's this, hey, look at this sort of thing. Hey, Chris, about total drama. And I was like, first of all, my name's Christian. It's not Chris. Chris is the character. And that's why I think like people started to think like I am Chris McClain because I was so present 
with my face and interacting with fans and conventions and doing live read throughs and da 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 da. But and just Chris's voice. voice sounds like you. You're the voice. Yeah. And you think it's me. And I'm like, I'm so far not Chris McLean, you know, and I just, I just resented it. And, uh, you know, people may say, oh, he's just saying that. And I was like, you know what? Check in with my peeps. I was not happy. Like, I honestly, when Total Drama came back, because those fans listed, I thought Total Drama was never coming back. When have you ever heard, except for Family Guy? Remember when Family Guy got came back? And now an article came out that that uh, they have no plans to end, and it's at season 25 now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it, it's not it going away. It got canceled. It did. Oh, yeah, it we, did. Yeah. Total Drama had a great run and then they had Total Drama Rama and I was like, well, here we go. Here's a fracturing and they made it kids. You know, I'm just like, well, here we go. Next, what? Total Drama on Ice? <laughs> like, what's the next step, right? Breaking, you know? oh, to, Total Drama Breaking Bad or I don't know, Total, <laughs> Total Drama. Total Drama Amazing Race. Oh, like literally. That was World Tour. Never mind. Oh, right? Yes, wait. That's true. Total Drama Survivor. Oh, wait. You know what I mean? I, I, I didn't even think the show would do well when it first came out because it's just like oh, it's survivor but like most canadian cartoons get a season or two no big whoop teletoon doesn't give an f about it anyway but it blew up on cartoon network i was like oh hey now i i just you know i i thought it was done and i was like i hadn't done a convention i stopped doing stuff i was i was, I was really enjoying what i was doing and um and I wanted to create my own cartoons and not have everything to be a parody or a fan fiction or something with, I was like so tired of it. It wasn't original, but these people were rabid. It's like a cult following. Mm. But then when the fans did a thing, they, they made that big long movie. And I was like, I didn't even watch it. I was like, Hey guys, not, you know, jokingly, I said, Hey guys, do you need a host voice? Jokingly, because I just said, Hey, well done. Cause I've, I've helped kids out. They did a school project. They made a total drama thing. And I, I lent my voice to a school project. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or they did a thing. I thought it was, I was just joking. And then all of a sudden I realized that it was a big, long movie that they had written. And then, you know, uh, uh, the people over at Fresh TV go, seriously, buddy, what are you doing? I was like, what do you mean? I was like, oh my God, I didn't realize it was that. So then I made, I, I it was good. Guys, apologies. I didn't, I did, I'm not endorsing this. This is actually plagiarism. Like this is cop. Like cease and desist is right. But then Tom and Jen started getting death threats at Fresh TV. So did I. So I did a thing with like stop the drama where I came out and I did a two-hour thing where I answered questions, but I also explained stuff. I was trying to smooth it out, and then I was just like, I think, you know, it's done. You know, like I think this is over. Like I I will leave after this. But then, a couple days later, they announce that Total Drama's coming back. And I was all like, because the fans were like, Total Drama's never coming back, so we're going to make our own. Yeah, and, and there's I so many parodies just... of it on there too. Like people are making oh, these, like it's unreal how many there are. You type in Total Drama anything, there's something Total yep. Drama. Uh... That's the thing. Yeah, And I thought this was just another one of those things. It's a camp or it's a this or a that. I didn't realize that it was hardcore. And I watched it, I was like, oh shit. So I retracted my thing going, sorry guys, I, I was with you because I thought it was a fan thing. I didn't realize that you went out for a move. Like you spent a long time making this and promoted it. Like it was a movie because fresh TV is it. So anyways, after the death threats and da, 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 and just like horrible press, like, you know, and I stood up for, I took more, here we go. You know, I took them on 
and I was helping out Fresh TV. They uh, and then when they said it was coming back, I was like, cool. I was like, that's awesome for the fans. I was like, I'm gonna do this one, and then I'm gonna hang my hat. I say I would like Chris to go live a life in fan fiction and not be a part of mine. Yeah, and that's what I was planning on doing. So when they let me go halfway through, I was just like, well, first of all, you didn't even talk to me after 20 years of like service. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just I was done. Like, See ya. Just done. I was like, so that's how it is. Hey, neat. Okay. So that's the way that ended. And, uh, and I was like, I just decided to walk. I just decided to walk, you know, and just go, I put it behind me and I go, there's my out. Goodbye. Chris McLean. I can say goodbye. And I remember I had my standees and all this stuff that I had. I gave them away. I signed them to people. Like I get, I just gave away everything, all the memorabilia. And I had some good shit, you know, like I had some stuff that would be just like fans would pay like a lot of money for. And I was like, I don't even care. I just gave it away. And then I went to the dump and I had lots and I just, it was so cathartic. I just, I threw it all away. And I was like, McLean out. And I remember saying that and I, and I, and I wept, I wept. I wept at the garbage. I looked at it in the bin and I was like, that's what it comes down to. This whole thing is fucking landfill. And I was like, yeah, you know, and I have some good memories and I made some good friends, but it's over. And I was like, phew, and it's off. And then that was a couple of years ago now. And I'm like, you know, now I'm producing cartoons. I'm doing some stuff that's like going to come out. I'll be like, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy. And it has nothing to do with total drama because because I sound like him, it, it impeded me from getting other jobs because it was all like, you sound like Chris McClain. I was like, because Chris McClain sounds like me and you're not bringing yeah. me in for the other voice. Like, you know, I was doing bot bots on um, Netflix. I talk like this. And it's kind of, you know, it's kind of like, it's different or Dirk Danger off Almost Naked Animals. Dirk Danger talk like this, you know? And I was like, nobody knew that was me or cared either because they didn't hear the voice, but very rarely have was I asked to do other things because they always like the, the notes from casting were, can you do anything else besides this stoner surfer thing like Jude or Chris or Dada? I was like, I can, but you're not bringing me in for it. Yeah. Look at the part Give that I got in today. Fucking the guy opportunity. Says, dude, dude, dude. That's one of his fucking lines. Yeah, exactly. What am I to do? You're complaining that I always do dude, but you keep bringing me in for it. I was led to the bed here. You know what I mean? I was, I was euthanized. And I was like, all right. So I was like, maybe I, I am better at, you know, that's why when I ran into you, I was like, I like what you're doing because I'm doing this, but I wanted to do this years ago, but I never had the chance or I couldn't because I was doing all that, that stupid other stuff. And that's why I like talking to you. That's why I was like, I'll, I'll talk to you. You know what? I want to tell you my story. I want to get into this. And I, 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 I want to team up and partner with some good people. And that's, I would have never have met you before because I would have only done podcasts that were like A-lister things or like things that would get me some, you know, blah, blah, blah. As well as the students or the odd fan or, you know, some special needs uh, people and, and uh, just to give them a shot in the arm. But I was like, no, man, you know, and I was like, I learned something about when you take away people's like, See, like with Sonia, Jezebel Cote, Martha Christensen, and a few others that I'm not going to mention because of the investigation, they'll find out soon enough. When these people get their things taken away because of karma, 
And because of that's what happens when you play stupid game, you win stupid prizes, you know? And so I'm like, wait till this happens to them. People wouldn't be able to handle a fingernail clipping of what I went through. You know what I mean? I'm just like, some people will be done. That's it. I can't handle anymore. But that's how karma works. You have to go through what I did and you have to learn your lesson and you got to go talk to God. (laughs) You know what I mean? And how how you handle with it, how you go through it, that's up to you. But at least you know how I felt. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So like, you know, yeah, it's, 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 it's that, but you know, I don't even care about this stuff. Cause like what we were just talking about was like, Hey, let's build stuff. Let's do stuff. That's what I'm into. And that's what I've been doing. I haven't been like, Oh me. Oh, woe is me. I was like, okay, new obstacle. Uh, okay. I gotta go talk to the police. I gotta talk to my friends da, 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 or collaborate, write it down, get a testimony from somebody. Great. Report it. But this was my life. I, I was a fax collector. Things came to me naturally. I wasn't even snooping. Things were coming to me naturally. So I'm just here collecting all this stuff. And the whole time, it was just like a box office window. I would just meet people. But really behind the thing, I'm like, I'm doing other stuff that nobody knows about. Yeah, I've been happy. I have not been miserable. I have been financially screwed. And if it wasn't for the support of some people and people in the industry that I have been working with through the whole thing that have kept me very employed knowing that it, this would pass and that it would turn over, um, you know, if, if it wasn't for them, but I would have, I would have crumbled, but I didn't, I became resilient and uh, found ways to survive without the industry. What happens if you take somebody's fame away or, or their notoriety or their reputation? What happens to them? Can you survive? Most can't. I did. I'm still here. And like, wait till you find out what I've been doing. Wait till this comes out. It'll be like, Oh my God. He was totally fine. So while while they were going, oh, he's doing this, I was like, Meh. not my circus, not my monkeys. No, exactly. Know? That's exactly it. I don't care over her. <laughs> I don't care. They, they, they were crucifying and beating up a, a scarecrow as far as I was concerned. Literally, was like just too. sitting there, big smile on the face, like nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, even like some people were like, we're watching this going, You know, like they're really, they're going to like keep doing it. And they're like, they're like, they're getting more enraged. Like they're getting into it. It was just like, they were being led by their own ego and stuff, but like the wrong way, except for a few people that circle back because they're starting to turn at each other. Now I've got people coming to me in tears going, and then, yeah. And then they did this and then, and then he told me, and then like, I feel terrible. It's because I know it wasn't true. But I and I was like, cool. Can I get your testimony? And yes. And there's so many people. So I'm like, I have a stacked deck. I'm not afraid. Anyone wants to talk to me. I was like, I'll tell you what happened. No one's ever asked me. They just went with it. Yeah. Mind hype, you know? And I was like, cool. I I don't care. And guess what? God showed me all the people I don't want to ever talk to again. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, in the right light, you can see people's true colors. And that's one thing I've learned, you know, and I saw a bunch of brokenness in my industry. And people, gatekeepers, who shouldn't have jobs. Like COVID showed us that certain jobs shouldn't exist. And, you know, we all got scattered like pool balls. But within the industry, you take away the gatekeepers and the studios and this, and people have to do it from home. You know, you you learn a lot about people. You realize, wow, you had a golden handshake job. Like, that's all you were. And you're a gatekeeper. And you have a lot of opinions. But really, 
when you didn't have a job to gatekeep to, to do that, what are you going to, you have nothing. You kind of lost your mind. Oh, yeah, exactly. Did that feel like I was like, interesting. Or you jumped on and started attacking people, you know, it's like <laughs> people have, their always a coping with all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like what did you do during the pandemic? During what the pandemic lost my mind the first couple months yep. or well, yeah. Weeks. I started to, it took me weeks, uh, started writing plays. Uh, one year later in March, I launched this. March 2021 is when I officially announced Corkin Entertainment. That's how this all came about. So, so this there's is your some third year, third year in March. Third year, yep. Three's the magic number, bro. Three's the magic number. This is it. And the fact that I'm talking to you right now, that speaks levels about how far it's come. Like yeah. I think that's awesome. And and the fact that you and I are going to collaborate on a few things. Yes, you know? exactly. Like, Especially I... this podcast segment. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And the people that we will bring on in this think tank, is it think thank or think tank? Uh, uh, think thank. You named this. <laughs> you named this, Kristen, didn't you? <laughs> I did. Did I say think thank? Was that think a typo? Think thank. Think thank. <laughs> think thank. Thursday, think, think thank. Think. Thursday, think thank. Think thank. Think think thank. Think thank. Well, guys, we're still working on our title. We're we're, we're still workshopping. Christian hey, was the one who suggested if, it. How about this guys, for a title? If you guys have an idea, if you have an idea for a cartoon, a podcast, a uh, a creative endeavor, a stage production, uh, a band, like whatever it is, a fashion line, we want you to approach, you know, give, give Frankie here a call and say, Hey, I'd like to get, I'd like to pitch my thing. And that's what the think thank. Let's keep it up. Think thank. Think thank. Perfect. Let's, that's what it yeah. is. <laughs> think thank. You know, think and thank you, you know, uh, but people get to come on and pitch their idea and get a platform. You know what I mean? That's what this should be a community, a collaborative, com uh, a, a community based on collaborative, you know, collaborative movements, right? Community, communication, collaboration, right? Yep, exactly. Equals content, equals content. That's our, that's our, that's our four cornerstones. That's right our here, platform guys. right there. Right there. I don't even remember. <laughs> what would I say? What did I say? <laughs> I said community, communication, collaboration equals content. Those are our four corner of the foundation of this thing. So if you have an idea, see, I'm, I'm, I'm workshopping this out loud instead of just between you and me. And I don't know why I'm whispering because they can hear this, can they? Um, but I am, I'm just thinking this me. out loud. <laughs> Here, Frankie, I'll do talk to text. And we'll be... <laughs> but you see, perfect. if you have an idea for an app or something and you want to get it going, you come, you, you give Frankie a dingle here and uh and get in touch with him and get get on the show uh every thursday you want to pitch an idea you've got a cartoon you got uh, a an, an idea you want to flesh it out you want to pitch come to us and let's open it up to the community you know what i mean let's get let's make it happen you know there's one thing i, I also learned since my mom died then my dad dying in 2019 then going into a pandemic life is too short life is what you make it. Yeah. You know, we, you know, you don't have to go far to find yourself or go on a quest, the hero's journey. You know, it's like, 
you got that kid's book? And, you know, I'm working with a lot of moms right now that wrote kid's books over the, um, over the, uh, you know, the pandemic. And they're great because those can be made into apps. Those can be voiced over. They can be made into interactive thing. They can be made into animation. But you, you, we have the wherewithal to do them all ourselves now. You don't need to go to network. You can put it up here. There's so many platforms that you can put your stuff out self-published. I'm producing a, a podcast right now with a, with a doctor. He's in the biohacking um, era. Uh, era. <laughs> the biohacking <laughs> era. era. It was the era. Wait a second. It was the era of biohacking. <laughs> um, That's good. Yeah, I don't know. nothing but gold here on Think Tank. This nothing is... but nothing but frigging gold. Um, so they've written these books, and I was like, "There's so many applications," and they're like, "I can do this," and I was like, "Yeah," and we can get actors. We can even like. You know, even if you did like stick drawings and stuff, like you can animate, you can do so much. And just even the process, the creative process of, of putting something in, 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 you know, development to create this content, to create your watering hole, to create your brand, you know, uh, you know, there was, there was one lady I was working with, she had a book and we were thinking of doing merchant, uh, sorry, we were thinking of doing, voicing it over and making it sort of interactive, you know, with, with a page that you can turn on your iPad for your kids to, you know, and it's interactive. And then we started talking. And then we realized that all she really wanted to do was make merch for the book, not even do an audio book, kind of like Calvin and Hobbes, never, never voice it, you know, like never voice Calvin and Hobbes. You can never, cause that would kill it. And so I was like, well, let's make merch, you know, and it's just be like, yeah. And then she's got really into making merch and creating like almost like a Hello Kitty society out of her one book. You know what I mean? It's just all, and I was like, that's great. You know, but- And we need more of it. We need more of it, but there's so many things. Cause listen, electronics is a voice. Gaming is a voice. A photography is a voice. Fashion design is a, is a voice. Mechanics is a voice. I don't care what you're into, skateboarding, it's a voice. And in this world of social media and multi-platforms and programming and content, you can create your own world without having to promote anything. You just do it. But if you want multiple streams of income or or pillow money, as I call it, you know, you it can be done. You just need to 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 say your idea. You need to you need to come up with a format. You need to you know come up with critical path. And there's so much you can do, even if it's just a hobby for fun, because. I always tell people, be a tourist to your talent and keep your job, your whatever it is, especially if you're in the arts as a hobby, because a hobby is something that you do because you love it. You love it. Yeah. And you always get better at it. Like, do you think, you know, I always talk about Bob Azumi. Are you a fisher fisherman or anything like that? Not me. No, used to be, but like years ago, but I haven't done much of it. Right. In Neither days. have I. I, but I watch a lot of fishing things on YouTube <laughs> shorts and stuff like that, because I'm like, yeah. It's like I'm still there, but not. Um, <laughs> but but you look at somebody like Bob Azumi. I always was fascinated by Bob Azumi, the the uh, Canadian fishing host, because I remember watching his stupid cable access show when I first started getting into fishing and seeing a lot of these like you know cable access fishing shows. But I remember Bob Azumi because he was getting up there. But he was he was just starting when I when I started watching it. But then I, I remember watching him 
he just made like he's at like some politician's house. They're flying him around the world now, not just in Canada, but they're flying him to these resorts like in fly fishing where you're just like, do you think he started out going, I'm going to become a professional fisherman? You know, but nope, Bob Azumi created his own line of brand because of a hobby. So that's why I say people like keep it a hobby, man. Just keep it a hobby. You know, that's, but it could uh, blossom into something, you know. You never know what that seed, that kernel is going to turn into. You no, know? exactly. The conditions are right. But, you know, I always say all, all roads and paths lead to you to where you need to go, you know. Um, but just don't be married to an outcome, you yeah. know. Exactly. Follow the energy, follow the energy, man. But I would like to start off because like you and I, we've talked behind the scenes. It was like, oh, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. Blah, 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 blah. Like little kids going, yeah, we're going to do it in our Yo, magic boys. time machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's great. That's creative juices flowing. Will all of them happen? No. Will one of them happen? Probably. What if we braid them? What if we throw them against the wall? What if we deconstruct? What if we pull the tapping? Because I'm in an industry where I have seen memes turn into 13 episodic live action or cartoon things. And I've seen, you know, uh, feature films reduced to a meme. You know yep. what I mean? And all things in between in this new era of just content and platforms. It's just so incredible uh, what's happening. And I love being that. I, I love not being confined by the union and being, you know, because right now, Actra during the strike and stuff like that, they had a thing called activists. They weren't union members. They weren't even actors. They were activists. And it was really sad to see all these voice people, you know, boy outside of Wendy's just going, hey, boy, you like, and there's like a group of like five or six people, you know, and it's just like, oh, it's embarrassing. It looks, and they're complaining. I was like, I used to be the voice of Wendy's every summer. You know, things yeah. happen. They go, welcome to like, you're not needed right now. You aren't that important. They want somebody else, especially the white people that were always like, oh, they want to see BIPOC and, you know, East Indian. There's nothing for us. I was like, oh, you have no right to just go. Mm. It was like, no, mm. man, you're just not needed right now. So go and work on your other stuff. Stop waiting for the pellets and compete, like, you know, to get a spot. It's just like, is that it? Is that it? But, you know, it just got so funny. They're asking us to pay our dues, you know, for the union. And yet there's no work and they want to pay us their dues. And they're just, my emails were all about the strike and updates and this and that. And I'm like, you know, and I was just like, that's not acting. <laughs> that's it. That's not. <laughs> well, all this was happening. And while people are, you know, like crucifying me and da -da -da, I was like, that's why I'm glad I'm gone. I am so less stressed and now I'm just creating and I'm free. I'm yeah. free. Like, Oh, I'm still, I'm still a union member. Cause I don't want to lose my benefits. Am I working? Nope. But I'm producing a lot and I'm working with a lot of union members. Right. So that brings and, something, but, yeah. but I'm producing these shows that'll come out and I'm writing myself in them. With some yes. big friggin' names. Like, I'm in big names. It has nothing to do with fresh TV or total drama or anything else that I was stapled to or tattooed on that I couldn't leave or do anything else. So I'm like, I'm done. 
Christian Potenza, the voice actor, Christian Potenza, the, the actor is like, that's gone. If I get, you know, an acting job, this and that, somebody wants to see me. Well, it's going to be different because yeah. I'll be in my late fifties and I'll be sounding different. Maybe I'll get those like hard roles. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know I, I got this right on, you know, I, from people casting, they're just like, you're hard to cast because here you are at 30 something. And you are a young father. You bring your daughter to your auditions and da, 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 And they're looking for a 30 to 35 young dad with a kid. And I was like, I have that. But at the time, I look like a frat boy at 21 going, what's up, spring break? You know? And I was like, so they couldn't cast me. And like, I I couldn't get arrested, you know? In in <laughs> that's kind of funny what I just said. That's <laughs> <laughs> ironic. It's ironic. But the thing is, um, I couldn't, casting was confused by me, unless it was comedy, this, that, and the other thing, or just something that was built for me. Like a lot of stuff, I would just make up my own lines or just be a wild card. But that's another reason why, you know, my style or something was a little unconventional. You know, that's why I'm just like, I'm going to produce my own stuff and collaborate with other people and just get away from auditioning for stuff. I'm 51 now. I want to produce. I want to direct. I want to voice direct. I have, I have, a st I have the capabilities and the know-how to produce anything I want on a super industry standard. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I am working with some very big animation companies, and I have been the whole time behind the scenes. You know, so I was like, you, you just took away things that were dead anyway. You know that I wanted to go. So I'm like, I'm great. And now working with you and like opening up this thing here, the think tank, <laughs> such a weird name. It's weird. People are going to ask why, how did that get, did I actually say that? Is that in our text? You did. Yeah. It's I'm pretty sure it's in our text, but I think it rolls off the tongue. Good though. I think it'll catch think on. Think think. think Thursday. Think thank. Well, think and then thank. Thank. For... Yeah. I like it. Think yes. thank. Think thank. Exactly. And guys, this is an opportunity for all of you guys. Like yes. this is yes. feel free. So on social media, I'm going to put out uh, uh, my email so you guys can uh, get in touch with me if you want to come on the show and talk about it. Uh, this segment is every second Thursday. So we have, uh, 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 you know, a whole week, you know, feel free, send your ideas, uh, who you are. Do you want to come on the podcast? Uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And we pitch will your, pitch your it. idea. Yeah. Pitch yes. your idea. Bring on your peeps pitch it you know and then we'll do some wild card stuff too like you know just like out of the nowhere it'd be like if somebody goes like you know if uh, we'll do a couple wild cards and if you email frankie while we're rolling we'll just we'll we'll put out a little thing saying hey we're rolling right now if you have an idea hop on hop on but e like email frankie and then you'll get on and then we'll send you the zoom link and then uh and then we'll just we'll just go to town we'll just call that wild card we'll do we'll do two wild cards every 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 episode and by the way guys this is the last time i'm talking about any of this crap that was happening with sonia jezebel cote and the allegations that are not true and you will see this because when i met frankie i was like you know what i'm just i just want to just let it out there and like that be done with it. This is two weeks later. And I said, Frankie, let's do uh, let's just do a follow up so we can just put it to bed. I'm done. I've been done for years, but now it's my turn to speak and I just let it out there. But there's other things in the background that are speaking for me and working. And so 
let them talk. You guys can have at it. Um, you know, like have at it. like pick a side. I I don't care. I'm not there anymore, and I really don't care. But but this episode, uh, or this thing was the it's the closing of one chapter and just letting it go. And I want to thank you, Frankie, for allowing giving me the platform to do this on your own platform. You allowed me to tell my story, and you know, um, I like that. I I, I really I, sorry. <laughs> I like that. You're a good kid, Frankie. You you good kid. Uh, no. You good kid. You're eh? good, Frankie. <laughs> I uh, I I was gonna say I like the fact. You know, it just came out weird. Uh, I like the fact that you. It just shows your your character of like, yeah, man. I'll I'll let you do that without like, you know, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is my podcast. It was like, you know what? Thank you, because no one ever gave me a platform to do this, and that's why. I've been offered things and I was like, well, I'm not going to go up on red. It'll just cause like, it'll just go scorched earth. It'll just go the wrong way. It'll cause another frenetic thing. But I was like, you know what? I like this. I want to talk to you. I want to let it out on you. The most unsuspecting vessel to all of a sudden leak something out because it's not even like, I want it to be like, here, everyone, you need to know newsflash. I was like, I just want to let it out and just let it naturally organically just do its thing. And to do this follow up two weeks later, you know, I read the comments for a couple of days and I was like, this is the same old thing. I was like, these people, you just, you're going to regret things guys. You know? And I was like, I'm done, but good luck everybody. And then I said, I want to do one more and just sort of tie it up and just say, put that to bed. And then let's talk about the think tank. <laughs> I can't believe we wrote that. It's rolling Dude, off the tongue. It's rolling off the tongue pretty good tank. though. Like, <laughs> Let's get the t-shirts made now. Hey, total drama fans, you should write Shark Tank and say, you should call it Shark Tank. Do it, guys. Um, but um, but I, I would like to close it. And I, I just want to thank everybody, too, that has supported me. Um, whether you were vocal about it or whether you were completely silent, but you were still like, yeah, man. Even if you're on the fans, I just want to thank you for... for um, not writing me off just because of what other people say, like a lot of people did, but Hey, that's them. They made choices. Yep. Um, and I just want to thank my fans, my friends, and I can't wait to meet my new friends. And I can't wait to start this thing where it's, it's truly a collaboration because, you know, talking to you, Frankie, over the, the last little bit, and, you know, it's inspired me because here's, you just, you know, you, you, re you remind me about how like I was and like, when I was 25 and I was going to do it. But the thing is, I was just talking about it at 25 and then I booked some stuff and I was doing it, but it took me away from doing what I really wanted to do, mm. which was do this, what I'm doing now. So 25 years later and all that stuff in between, it was good because I gained an audience, but now I want to start collaborating with the audience to create our own stuff that is free from anybody. You know yeah. what I mean? Any gatekeepers. And, um, you know, I want to, I want to audition, you know, our fans. I want an international flavor. You know what I mean? I want a collaboration because we have the technology now, you know? And, uh, I just want to thank you for, for showing up and, and, and really, you know, allowing for all this to happen, you know, uh, because without you it probably wouldn't have. And, um, just the invite to say my story, which I was very reluctant to do, but you made it very, um, 
comfortable. And, and, uh, and I realized that, yeah, not everyone's out to get me or not everyone's a thing. So, you know, it just shows a lot there, but that's why I've decided I want to collaborate with you and I want to bring in some friends, you know, like open it up to the, uh, to, to the YouTube verse or to, you know, all of, the all of our people. And, and I actually want to like, you know, maybe, maybe if somebody has a good idea, we'll, we'll take it on and we'll, we'll make it happen. You know what I mean? Yep, if they absolutely. want to collaborate or if they just want to pitch it and just get it out there, you know, give them a platform, give everyone a platform to tell me, tell us their idea and maybe collaborate and, and just be an incubator. Think tank is an incubator. Uh, remember community, communication, collaboration, content. That's it. That's think perfect. Think. Think my, but yeah, Christian, it's my pleasure, man. It's, it, it was, it was an absolute honor to, uh, give you a platform. I was more than willing to, uh, of course it was th three hour podcast. I said, make it six. Like really, I was like <laughs> yeah. your story. I was like, I was willing to give you as much time as you needed. Thanks, and, man. uh, it was an honor. It was an honor. And I'm glad that that wasn't it for us. We're, we're, we're doing this now we're doing yeah. lots of more stuff and I'm super excited. And, uh, Me too. and it's great that we're getting the audience involved as well, too. And I'm so looking forward, guys. Definitely be sure. I'll, we'll be putting some stuff out on social media, how to get in touch with us, all that stuff, y uh, yada, yada. But uh, Christian, thank you for uh, joining us for this one today. And uh, I'll see you next Thursday, or sorry, the following Thursday in two weeks for the next thing, uh, uh, think, thank. Think, thank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I just want to, you know, guys, you've got two weeks to come up with your idea, get your pitch packages ready. And all we're looking for is a one pager, but if you want to go ahead and make videos, if you want to make tracks, you know, if you want to do some illustrations, bring it because that's one thing we're going to show you guys is what is the format to pitching your ideas, to, to, to lift it from the page, to record it, to create, you know, collaborate. Do you want it to just be on YouTube on this platform? Do you want to get it to network? Do you want to, you know, uh, get into the music uh, recording industry? Do you want to get into the film and television industry? Do you want to create an app? Like, you know, like there's whatever you do, please join our society, our community, so that we can all help each other um, get the things. Get the things. Let's in do the it. Thanks. Like, in the thanks. Let's think <laughs> about the thanks. Um, but I do want to thank you. And uh, uh, again, and I, uh, I, I look forward to, you know, um, platforming. Like, we're going to be launching our Freedom Forger stuff, too. And, and, you know, all of their podcast and all of their stuff, they have agents now and they're like, you know, we're going to be discussing all of that. And, uh, we might have some theater engagements, you and I. Yes, that's true too. Yes. So stay tuned for that guys. We got yeah. lots, we got lots I, on. I didn't want to leak it, but I'm going to say something like, yeah, there's some, there's some theater engagements <laughs> that we would like to work on. And, uh, and, uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to go out to. Where is it? Miramichi. Oh, I'm, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there, man. I, you know, I, I'm going to bring my friends over there. We're going to do some great theater. And the best part is, is that we can also produce theater. If you have a play, we would like to talk to you about that uh, and, and producing it. Cause maybe you do it in green screen and we just go digital instead of a stage. Cause I had a great idea of doing Julius Caesar set on a golf course.
<laughs> That'd be fun. I always thought like, I, you know, you've seen Julius Caesar done and they try to modernize it. I was like, I would like to see Julius Caesar done on a golf course. I like that. Like a film. Like, do you remember Leonardo DiCaprio's Romeo and Juliet? Yes, that's right. Brilliant. The guns that made sword sounds. I was like, when I saw that, I was like, I'm going to do something like that. But the best I could come up with was Julius Caesar on a golf course. I'm but it works though. It works it so work. well though. It does, it does work. work very well in the country club, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god. We'll be uh, careful anyways, not guys. to leak anything on here. But uh, guys, thank you so much for listening to the Thursday Think Tank. We'll see you in two weeks. Get your ideas out there. Stay tuned on our social media. And until then, this is Frankie and Christian signing off. Take her easy, man. <laughs>